Welcome to the Jeff Gross Podcast. This episode is brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes. We are live. We're in the UK and a very special guest and friend of mine, John Lee. How's it going? Awesome, man. Awesome. Thank you for coming. Yeah, thanks for having us. This is a, this is special. This was a uh, impromptu. Came to London. Came to UK. We reached out. You know, you're a very busy guy. So I appreciate you taking the the hosting on and and being here, making time for us. Why don't you? Typically, my audience is poker. Um, the majority. You're not a poker professional mm-hmm. by any. I'm mean, learning. Yeah, you <laughs> did a little little bit of uh, learning today. Yeah. Uh, tell tell us a little bit kind of about yourself and what you do for those at home who may not be familiar with you yet. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who are watching, first of all, thank you so much for all of you tuning in. I know you could be doing anything, but you chose to show up. And actually, part of success is just showing up. So for those of you who don't know who I am, I'm a social media business investor, entrepreneur. Um, I run a, different businesses in real estate. And I just listed a company on the stock exchange. So we did our first IPO this year, okay. which is pretty big for us. Uh, we run events and uh, we I do a lot of speaking all around the world on the topics of business entrepreneurship and that success mindset. So I've been doing that for the last 10 years now. I um, started working as a dishwasher at my mom's Chinese takeaway. And then I just thought to myself, look, if you want to do something special, then you've got to go and get educated on this stuff and learn to take massive action to get results and never give up. Awesome. Well, and, and give us, so you, you came over, you were, how long have you been in the UK then? When did, I was over here back growing up, uh, how, how you started out, you were in, living in, always in the UK or, or when? Yeah, so my parents are from Hong Kong. Yeah. So they flew over here, then started their own little Chinese takeaway. Mm-hmm. So I was born here in the UK. And, you know, the, the way I started is, is, I always think that sometimes when you, when, when life sets you on one path. Yeah. I think one of the biggest things that you want to do is to create your own path. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's never about being, you know, stuck in one thing. Like if you're stuck in a rut, you're trying to do something, you should always do something else. If you do something different, if you change the strategy, yeah. you change your results, yes. which is interesting because, you know, for those of you in poker, the whole mindset and the whole, like the power of the strategy on yes. how you do something. And it's not like, one glove fits all. Like it kind of reminds me of this uh, quote where it's not the strongest or the most intelligent species that survive. Yeah. It's the most adaptable species that survive. And what's your quote that I, I don't want to mess it up about? Yeah. You're saying do, do basically what others aren't willing to yeah. do for the long way. Yeah. How, how do you, what's that quote? Yeah. What so do what others don't and have a tomorrow that others won't. Okay. And it's just so interesting to see how, you know, those of you who've been following Jeff, you see how, I mean, on the surface of playing poker, it just looks so simple. Right. But like, what you were doing today is just sharing that, okay, what about this hand? What about that hand? What about this flop? What about if this person got this many chips? It's like, you still got a million things going through your head. Right. In one day. And it's just, it's just fascinating to see. Yeah. And, well, it's, I mean, it's the thing. It's just like, you don't know in whatever you're doing, whatever the the area of expertise that you're in there, there is a there's a mastery there's there's different levels right now on, on the surface and it's the same thing i would imagine with you know it's something i i do social media as well mm-hmm. not quite 
to the, the caliber you do it or the, the degree, but you know, it takes, it takes time and learning. And like you were saying, you got to show up, you got to try, you got to do things. It didn't yeah. happen overnight. You now have what, 35, a team of 35. Mm-hmm. And I've seen your office, very impressive, very cool. How, how did, what was the steps and, and when did it really kind of accelerate? How did you get to that next level where you just say, you know what, I'm going to hire new people. I'm going to take a shot. Or mm-hmm. did you, well, was, was it a slow and simple steady process or did you kind of take a, a risk at some point, a big one? Yeah, so everything's all about scalability. Mm-hmm. For example, if you're just a one-man band, you're just doing everything by yourself, it's really, really hard to scale and grow. Okay. So the idea of business is you take something that works, you take a methodology that works, and then the idea is to replicate it. Like, look at McDonald's. McDonald's is a multi-billion dollar company. Yeah. And if you buy McDonald's franchise, you have a manual about that thick that tells you how to flip burgers, how to do fries, how long to fry it for, how to press the buttons to take the money. So it's a process. So we saw that process. We saw something that worked. And so now the key is to scale it. So the idea is, and the reason, the mindset behind it, and the strategy is, if I can hire someone for 20,000 or 30,000 or 50,000, and they can make me back double what they what I'm paying them, then it's, it's, it's a no-brainer, isn't right. it? So the idea is to make sure that whatever you're doing, that you're able to replicate it, and that's the key. Mm-hmm. Right? And I, I heard, I think it was Warren Buffett was, was saying that, you know, when you're investing in companies, you, that the goal is to multiply what you can do. Okay. And so that was the mindset behind it. And, you know, I was paying out hundreds of thousands for venues because one of my companies is an events company. So we run events all around the world on business, entrepreneurship, right. um, you know, investing. And it was for us, if we don't play a bigger game, mm-hmm. like what's the point? I mean, you know, you, you want to, our goal is to get to a billion dollar valuation. Okay. You know, and that's not because I want a billion dollars in cash. I want that as a, as a goal, as a stepping stone to go, you know what, something to reach for. Because one thing, if you reach for the stars, one thing is for certain you won't come with a handful of money. Yeah, that's I like that. That's true. And I'm just looking here again on your social media following. You're very heavy. You have Instagram. You have the Wealth Dragons yeah. online. You have the website Wealth Dragons. We'll talk about your your pretty you know, huge following on Facebook. You have the YouTube. You have. We're also again. Uh, just want to mention to you guys about this that you can ask a question for John. We're going to do a giveaway at the end of the podcast as well. But talk to you a little bit about building these different. Do you have a team for uh, Facebook? Specifically, do you have a team that does YouTube? How, how do you focus? How did you get to a two million following? Are you doing some paid ads? Mm-hmm. How? What is your process mm-hmm. on on building this the Facebook? Let's just take Facebook. Do you have a okay. team specifically for that? And, and what's the strategy? So out of the thirty five people, we have ten people. That's just an immediate team okay. that will cut videos, edit videos, shoot videos, conceptualize videos, repurpose videos. Uh, for example, this video you see here. If you scroll down. Okay. Um, you'll see that this video has um, what forty four thousand shares. Mm-hmm. So that type of video is what we call a conceptualized viral video, right. where we put something out and then people share it. So you know whatever business you're, whether you're a poker player, whether you want to start a business, the idea is to build brand. Because one of the things that you were sharing with me today is that you know poker players don't just use their own money to. Um, play with they actually build a brand and then right. people give them money to play so mm-hmm. for those of you watching a really good strategy is to use something like this where you're pushing out content and you get a lot of people following and imagine you know let's say you have 1.3 million followers or even a hundred thousand followers if everyone wants to give you you know just a thousand each that's enough to play with right because people are watching you they trust you they can see how good you are and it, for us when the key is to push out content. For example, my Instagram page that you see here, if you scroll right back to the first post, 
I, I mean, we're not going to do yeah, it. Yeah, take too yeah. long. But if you scroll to the first post, you will see that you know the posts will have something like twelve likes. So I've been pushing out, and it took me well maybe less than three years to get about five million people now following me on across all social media platforms and all my different pages. Right. And, and, and it's just pushing content. And and how do you? Because I'll say this: this was in. It's actually uh, very. I don't. I want to say how it happens. It can happen really fast because mm-hmm. you're verified on Instagram. You know, there's a lot of fake content out there. There's a lot of fake people that just mm-hmm. push out messages and say do this and pay for the subscription miles. Talk to me because we connected on Instagram. Yes. I was kind of random. I was in the area and then going. Uh, actually, last time I was going to Nottingham, mm-hmm. I did, we reached out and said, "Hey." I didn't really know where you were exactly, but I knew in the UK, it was sort of on the way. I ended up going to your office. We got to connect and talk. And, and that happened with, uh, you know, reaching out, I believe. I don't. Even, I honestly don't remember which way it was. It doesn't matter, but that, that must happen a lot. For me, it's one of those things too. When I see you, I'm thinking, okay, this guy's a big following. He's got a blue check mark. Looks legit, but I don't know, right? Like I have no way of actually knowing. Are you, do you, are you what you're doing is, is right or good? How do you sift through, if you will, the fake or the unbelievable. How can you tell someone's authentic in, in what they're doing and promoting? In terms of on social media? Yeah, because there's so much okay. now. It's like, so there's uh, so many people. First thing, is, first thing you want to look at is engagement. So I don't know. Let's just look at the last video I put up. Okay. So I put that up. Uh, so I put one. that up. So that went up two days ago. It's got how many views? 104,000 views. Mm-hmm. So that's one way you know. And you can see all the people commenting. Like these are these are celebrities who are commenting on you know, the, 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 the posts. Right. So, I mean, w- when you see a lot of engagement on a post, yeah. for example, even this one I just put up, I put that one up, um, I don't know, so click, click on that. That one went up five hours ago and it's had 35,000 people and around 500 comments. Right. So you want to look at the engagement of someone's post okay. um, to really figure out whether that, that is a real account or fake because a lot of people can buy uh, fake followers, right. for example, or verified um, or whatnot. Even possibly, there's ways to yeah, maybe there's do that. And that help. There's 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 ways. But now let's just say you get through that. Let's say you're let, now. Let's talk about your message. Yeah. So you get because people can be fooled in general, right? There are guys out there that are gurus, if you will, or they, they get to a level and they have everyone kind of uh, fooled. How can you sort of tell what someone's doing is authentic and their content is good? What, what's like a what's a good way of benchmark for you to sort of um, you know, weed through all this stuff. There's so much noise now. There's so yeah. many different platforms, so yeah. many different people selling different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you, how, what's a good way, barometer, if you will, for you to kind of know if someone, what they're doing is legit? You know? So it's kind of like that saying, um, you would never go to someone who is an overweight to help you give advice and to get a six pack. Mm-hmm. So it's the same when I'm looking online, like you can tell, like when you speak to someone, I mean, you've been doing poker for 17 years yeah, and you know, just from the first conversation you have with someone, how experienced they are, right? Because right? you've got terms that people use in the well, industry. Yeah, when, I, when we were playing earlier, and your brother, you know, I asked him about hands, and he's telling me his reasons. Like, I, it's like I know he knows how to play. He yeah. knows the rules. He knows what poker is. But mm-hmm. then, you know, there it is pretty quick that you mm-hmm. can you can figure out mm-hmm. where someone's at. And I'm sure when you, especially when you're talking to people about social media, about um, being, you know, doing public speaking and these type of things, mm-hmm. you can pretty quickly, I'm sure you've met people who are, you oh, can tell are, are definitely. Yeah, I mean like right? simple things like, for example, I spend millions and millions of dollars on marketing. Yeah. Right? So we do a lot of things on Facebook. For those of you who have a business, you want to grow your business, 
definitely use Facebook marketing because it's very cheap. Mm-hmm. So I know the different metrics. So if I'm speaking to someone and I, I ask them things like, you know, what's your cost per lead? What's your cost per acquisition? What's your LTV? Um, you know, how many percentage of your like audiences you're using? If they can't answer those questions, they're like, like yeah, it's, you, a, it's you, a red flag. Like, exactly. You already know. That's why you know, one of the things that we do, we get so many business owners come to our events. They pay these PR companies hundreds of thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. And yet when I ask them to ask the PR company a simple question, they can't give me the answer to it. I'm like, you're paying hundreds of thousands and yet you can't even answer that one simple question. Right. So that's why, what is my, my, my red flag? I always look for, like, does someone really know what they're talking about? Mm-hmm. And so that's the first thing. The second thing is, do they do what they say they do? So for example, in my industry, we have a lot of people that talk about business, mm-hmm. right? So for example, I have listed a company, I've done an IPO, for example. Okay. So my net, if a lot of you thinking, what's my net worth? You can go and go to my, you know, the, the stock side and you can look what the share price is. Right. And they can see it's all transparent. Yes. So when you are speaking to people, they, do they know what they're talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, and do they have the substance to be able to, to show you that they do what they do? For example, another thing that we do, we teach promoters how to put on big events. Mm-hmm. So when people come to our event, we have a lot of people that show up. So that's social proof. Right. So if you have a lot of social proof and it backs up what they're able to articulate, then that is what we call the synergy. It's, it's authentic. Mm-hmm. You match it up. Now, you do have a, you have a course coming up. You invited me to. I will be mm-hmm. playing at uh, hopefully still in the tournament <laughs> and not in him at dust till dawn. But yeah. uh, what, what is that event that's going to be coming up and coming here in London? So can you talk yeah. a little bit about what this particular event is and how it works? If, and if someone else in the UK or around and they're interested, mm-hmm. how, they, how do they sign up? And what's that process to come to a one-year live event? Yeah. So um, the event is called Wealth Mastery Live. And the idea is, is to create wealth in your life, not in terms of money, but wealth in your health, mm-hmm. wealth spiritually, your mindset, and also financially as well. And, you know, I have a lot, a lot of people follow me um, on social media. A lot of them are some poker players. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of athletes, a lot of celebrities. And what we find is people who make a lot of money, like if you look at the game of poker, for example, yeah. it's cash, right? Like you win cash. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, what paper assets do you have? You know, and, and I think it's great what you're doing. You're, you're investing. You're not just playing poker, but you're, yeah. you're an investor. You, you put your money into, into startups, into assets. So I think one really important thing with this is to, is to learn. The event is all about how do we... Like we work really hard for money, right. but how do we make money sweat for us? Because if you look at how much money you earn and then you take that money and then you're able to multiply it, that's the key of right. entrepreneurship. Absolutely. Right? So that's what the event is about. Is that how do we lift up all areas of our life and not just, you know, be one area the best and you want to make it all balanced, balanced. out yep. to have that and just be happy. That's and, what the events are. And I will, and I want to mention this because it's it is complicated. Like even with taxes and things, we were met, we were chatting today mm-hmm. and how it's different in different countries, different even states, U.S. different tax zones. Uh, I know in in uh, U.S. for example, you can put money in your SEP IRA up to a certain amount. And you were mentioning here in the U.K., which many people don't know, is mm-hmm. if you get taxed, what it's 40 percent. Well, so. if it's money like to do with gaming, yeah. if you win money, like if you're in the U.K. and a lot of you watching this from the U.K. You know that you don't whatever winnings that you make, you don't get taxed on. Right. Yet they could change that. Yeah. Right. So 
but also about the tech, like the money that you can put into a program instead of let's say you owe, let's just take an even million you make, yeah. you have to pay what 30% or 40%, whatever it is in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. But instead of actually sending that all to the government, you could actually offset offset, and you could mm-hmm. send it and put into a program where you invest in something. You Absolutely. Know, what's that program? So in the UK, there's something called Enterprise Investment Scheme. Okay. So that means you could, let's say, let's pretend, right? I know this is not true, but let's pretend a company like, Facebook 2.0 came out. I'm living in the UK. Yeah. Um, and they had, you had the opportunity to invest in that. Well, instead of taking your tax money and giving it to the tax people, you can actually give a part of that percentage to invest because you're going to pay the tax anyway. Right. So it's like a free roll in poker terminology. Like, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As well. exactly. It's like even if the investment doesn't pan out, at least there's a chance. Whereas if you go to all the money just goes right into the taxes that that's gone out of your pocket. Correct. Good. So, I mean, these are the type of things that not everyone knows. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even I, myself in the U S like I'm not, I'm not as familiar with everything, all mm-hmm. the laws, all the tricks. Cause there are a lot of ways that you just need to be aware. And I think that's, that's important too. Cause a lot of people are just not, not in, they're not informed and right. it's not their fault. They just haven't heard it or they don't know. So uh, that, that is, that's very interesting and, and cool that you do that as well. Talk about a little bit about the books you've done several, mm-hmm. several books and, and what has that yeah, been? We, for we have three books. So we I wrote this book with my business partner, Vincent Wong called the wealth dragon way. Um, and here we talk about principles of mindset. Cause I think every game, whether it's poker, business, real estate, investing, yeah. I, I believe 80% of it is mindset. Mm-hmm. Even when you play golf, it's mindset. If you're off game, and you're not able to control your mind. If you can't, because your thoughts lead to your feelings, lead to your actions, lead to your results. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why I wrote this book. It's got 10 principles every single year. I learn a specific principle. Right? For example, one of the principles is if you don't take risks now, you'll be forced to take risks when you're older. Mm-hmm. So that's why those of you, if you're in the younger generation and you've got cash and you've won, then you need to be doing something with it because you might not have it in right. the future. Um, Second thing I suggest you'll do for those of you that win a lot of money in poker and you got cash, right? We wrote this book called with my business partner, Vincent Wong. He actually, he's the main writer of this book um, called Property Entrepreneur. And so, you know, the goal is if you were to buy a property in London, say 10 years ago, mm-hmm. um, you could have got a flat in Kensington for about maybe half a million. Okay. Now it's about 3 million, right? Nice. So imagine right now, and this is a good strategy for those of you who play poker that, that if you need a bank loan. So you should take your money that, that you make or percentage of it, put it into real estate. And then what happens that when you buy that real estate, remember the bank puts 80% in, you don't have to put 20%. I was going to ask, what is that? Is that typically how it works here? Is that, is that a Correct. standard yeah. deal? Because yeah. in the US it varies a lot. You can right. put some people five, some 20. Mm-hmm. It depends on the all the different terms. That's a, yeah. that's a pretty standard. It's template. pretty standard here. Yeah. I mean, if you're, it depends how you're buying and what for, but mm-hmm. on average, you say 20%. Okay. So if you're going to buy this for, I'm going to say, a million dollar property, yeah. you're going to put 20, uh, 200,000, right? Mm-hmm. So you're 200,000. Don't forget, Jeff, 80% of the risk is coming from the bank. Right. You're only putting 20% in. And so what happens is the goal is to put the money in and then you rent the property out. Right. So you lease it. it pays that right? Pays and then it's paying down your debt. Now, here's the thing. The debt comes down, but the property prices usually increase over time. Mm-hmm. So now what happens is you have equity now. Yeah. So let's say you, you want to bankroll yourself through a number of games. You can go to bank refinance the money. You've got equity in there. Yeah. So let's say you're over 10 years, for example. Yeah, in paid. this particular scenario, the example, you have 500K, it's yeah. not 3 million. So if you, if you, in that scenario, you would put down 100. Yeah. The bank puts down 400. That someone's living in it, you're renting it. And yeah. now at this particular it's moment, down. Now, it's, now, you would, you're paying down mm-hmm. and 
you now own that's yours right the right million. Yeah. So exactly it's, it's, so now you can refinance it you can sell it if you want to mm -hmm. take the difference but the goal is that now you have assets so let's say you've i mean if you own a lot of property you can refinance into that portfolio right you see so like in the first um when i first started learning the strategy about investing in, in, in real estate um i bought 35 houses in six months 35 houses in six, six months. months. Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah. that's so, pretty sweet. And so that, that those properties now just keep renting out. They, they pay an income mm -hmm. and the, the property prices go up. And now I've got assets. Yeah. So I can leverage into that if I want. Very cool. And that, but so that book actually that talks you through that process. Correct. A lot of you are thinking, oh, you know, but uh, don't you need money to buy houses? Yes and no. Mm -hmm. It's like poker. Do you need money to play poker? Yes and no. Right. right. So this is concept called OPM, other people's money. Mm -hmm. So if you can use other people's money, that's more a creative way of doing it. Yeah, and I, and I think that really does, again, it comes down to whatever you're doing, if it's poker, if it's uh, real estate, other businesses, if you're personable, if you are an expert, there mm -hmm. are people that are looking to do stuff with their money. That yeah. If they trust you, if they mm -hmm. believe in you, mm -hmm. if you have you know the, the templates, if you have everything laid out, if you just go to someone and say, hey, I want, can you just fully bankroll me on this? No, maybe not, but if it's like, look, I have the work, here's the paperwork, here's how it works, here's mm -hmm. the guarantee, I'll back it, and you and you give them an attractive situation. You know, I, I like to say you never know where it starts because it can it can literally in one blink of an eye things can turn from zero to 100 really fast yeah right? you can yeah. take something out of nothing especially nowadays with technology with access you can you could get you could literally get something going you could learn how to let's just take this book or whatever you become an expert or you're yeah. interested you can find someone that you know that's willing to maybe take a chance and it can mm -hmm. be a small thing but you could build from nothing literally with nothing but it, it takes action right mm -hmm. you have to you got to do some stuff. You can't just you know just wake up and go to someone and say, "Hey, I need money." And, and that's that's why I love what you're doing because what you explained there is how we do business, right? Right? You get a business plan. If you want to get money, you say, "Okay, I've got this business plan. I've got this product or service, mm -hmm. and I just need to borrow a million pounds, and for a million pounds, I can ten x the sales." And what I love about what you're doing is that you you stream your your games, right? And so people can see how good you are, right? And so that's again, that's one of the reasons I wrote this book called Business Hack because okay. you know we talked about a lot about social media, and um, and using social media, your the social media and the recordings are your business plans now, right? So the reason why I meant uh, kind of sprung to mind is those of you who are just starting off playing poker or you're pretty good at playing poker, start recording every single game that you're doing right now because now you start building up what we call digital assets. Mm -hmm. When you build digital assets up, now you can take all of that data and now you can go to someone and say, hey, you know what? Um, I've played 100 games and I've won 75 of them. Oh, how do I know that? Oh, here are all the 75 here's, games. Here's my and by the way, here, and the games that I lost on was da 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 yep. uh, This one here, this guy got lucky. This one here, you know, I, I made the wrong decision. So now... That, again, that's social proof. Yes. Right? Social proof. So you ask me the question, how do you know if someone's a great poker player or not? Social proof. Like you can't, like when you're playing and everyone can see you play, that's, it's, it's right there. Exactly. And, I, and also I, to, to the point about, it's interesting with now social media, we're looking just going over here and checking out your, your uh, page here on Facebook. And I mean, it's now the technology, I think it's, we're still in the very brand new, there's mm. new, new Instagram, what there wasn't around what, 10, five, 10 years ago, 20 right. years ago, there yeah. wasn't there. There wasn't these ways to archive or what YouTube in the last mm. 20 years or whatever, however it's been around, you have a way to document what you're doing. And like mm. you said, to show proof, right? Mm. Like imagine 50, 60, 70 years ago, 
this stuff's not possible, right? right. Like it's, it's just a completely new age. And I think uh, to the quote that you say about do basically saying, do, do the work and mm. it'll set you up for yeah. later. It's, it's at, it's up to you. You mm. can do it and it builds because uh, it is with Twitch as well. These different things, you can actually create your library, create yeah. your stuff that there's now tangible. There's things that people can look at. They mm. can see, they can go back on. You can build out of, you know, how, how I used to play online poker. Mm. I would play online and that was it. But now mm. when I play, when I stream, there's a library, there's results, there's videos. We turn them into YouTube highlights, mm -hmm. turn them into Instagram clips. And there, there's a way to sort of build that. And that's what's so cool to me is you have a team of 35. You're, you're, you're putting this stuff out. You're putting out YouTube. And, you know, you're, you're building, you know, you have, uh, how many is the total? You said over two, five million? And five million across all of our pages. Wow. So, yeah. So that's pretty crazy. It's really fun. And you said 2014, that was the year that, that really started ramping up. You bought, you got a new office and yeah. you really kicked it up. What, what was the, uh, did you wake up one day? When did you say, all right, what was a big jump? You went from like how many, three or five employees or 10 to how did you, what well, was the, the process? It, actually, I, I, I don't want to take credit for this because my business partner who's, I mean, he, this is why it's always to have work with people who are smarter than you, greater than you. Like you, there's a saying that says, if you're the smartest person in your business, you're going to go broke. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. So my business partner, because he's the one that came to me and said, oh, bro, you know, we need to take our company public. We have to stop price. We need to hire more people. I'm like, it's a bit risky. Yeah, you know? So I'm, I'm kind of like the, oh, hold on a second. Yeah. And so it, it takes someone to push you to the next level. And it's kind of like, when you play a game, if you play with a, a game with somebody who is not as good as you, mm -hmm. then you'll never improve. Yeah. You know? But if I'm playing poker with you, <laughs> yeah. I will definitely improve. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm playing with, with the best in the world. For sure. And that, that's very true in poker as well, like you said, because a lot of my friends are, they're, they're literally, you know, they, it's a difference. It's, as we were mentioning, backgammon or anything. There's, there's good players. There's people who can win and understand the concepts. Mm -hmm. And then there's like the the super elite and that is one of the best ways in, in anything business to get better is talk with like-minded people but who are doing something interesting and they're willing to share in your network of people so um that's very cool uh I, we have a ridiculous amount of questions i don't know we've already been been live for a bit i want to we'll chat a little bit more and then we're going to yeah. scroll through we do have a chance to win here i'll show you guys we're gonna have a 55 party poker ticket giveaway at the end all you have to do to be eligible is to ask a question follow the instructions and we are going to I mean, maybe we should get to that pretty soon just because there's, uh, there's a lot. I think over 80 questions. Oh, wow. a lot, considering that <laughs> yeah. this is not a poker, generally poker-dominated uh, podcast. We do have a John on here. So why don't we kind of scroll through? I think there's probably a lot of stuff that we'd um, be talking about. Uh, okay, someone's asking you about um, U.S. poker. I don't think that's not your expertise in the law. And what does it say? What, what, what changes would you like to... Yeah, I'm not really... Yeah, that's not, not going to be a thing. So challenges for the new year. Talk about a little bit, maybe what you learned in 2019, what you're looking to do and, and some of the stuff you've got outlined for this year. So um, I'll tell you one of the biggest lessons I learned in 2019. Mm -hmm. And you know, now we're coming to the, the new year now of 2020. Yeah. So one of the things that really, for me, because this online thing has got so big... Mm -hmm. It's just kind of like we're networking online. We're just sending people messages. But what, a really important lesson I learned, like I, I flew to Singapore, right? So one of our biggest investors from Singapore, okay. right? So they put you know, a substantial amount of money into our company. And, but that was from someone that we met from, from you know, social media. Then we had physical interactions. And what I learned was that instead of seeing people as com competition, you start seeing them as collaboration. Mm -hmm. And so when I started, when that clicked for me, that's when, and actually looking back over the years, the moment I started doing really, really well 
is when I start to stop caring about my competition and stop thinking about how can I help my competition. So I actually, so one of my biggest promoters now used to be one of my biggest competitors. That's cool. And like when you think about it, you think, how could these two people even, like we used to hate each other. Mm-hmm. Like, he used to be like this, <laughs> right? Like, and now it's like, hey, best friends now. That's awesome. It's weird. So. That's really cool. I, I would say in, the, in Twitch, in particular, there's yeah. that king of the hill. It's like, you know, the biggest viewers get the, the most attention. But I, I'm, I'm so much like that as well, where I just, I want others to do well. And it's sort of mm-hmm. like, okay, what, what if he's number one or two or, or 10 and nine or however, it doesn't matter. If you're building each other up, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're going to cross promote. You're going to bring in different people in your stuff. And it's just a lot more of a friendly, you know, everyone can win. There's I, just, for everyone. I just think that, you know, life is, is not about scarcity. It's about, I, I really believe there's enough for everybody. Abundance. Abundance yeah. mindset. Because the moment you start thinking about, oh, there's only so much, mm-hmm. then you start getting more of what you think about. Yeah. You know, where, the, the, what's, what's the saying? I think what the saying is, but, you know, where, the, where your energy goes, that's what you attract. What you, you, you become what you think about. Mm-hmm. And so I can tell you, the moment I start changing my mindset to, wow, there's plenty of everybody, you know, I'll do things for people and not expect anything in return. And then just, just more comes. It's, yes. it's really weird how it works. I couldn't agree more. It's <laughs> di- directly correlation there. And I like that. Um, okay. What's the biggest thing that people overlook when deciding how to invest that leads to lost profit long-term? That Chris Robinson. Oh, are we allowed to mention him? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris Robinson. Thanks for the question. Um, I think one of the biggest things that people overlook in deciding how to invest is they, they don't hedge. Right, they like people. For example, uh, when I first started business, I said to my mum, "Mum, I'm starting business." She told me not to get into business. I said, "Why?" She says, "It's risky." Also, how do you know? Well, your dad told me. Well, how does dad know? Or he was playing golf with uncle. Uncle told him. Well, how does uncle know? Right. He read it on the news. So the first thing that the biggest mistake I see is that people are getting unsolicited advice. Mm-hmm. So to to everyone talks about risk, but no one ever talks about de-risk. Right. You, so the question you have to ask is, what can I do to de-risk? Yeah, you know these things. For example, I, I told you, that, you know, today there was some you know, pretty big people that invited me to go playing poker. I've, I mean, I play three card poker, right. <laughs> you know, the family version. Yeah, where you're, you're um, showing what you're flipping a card over. Yeah. I said you can't do that. You don't do that in poker. You don't show when your cards. Yeah, so well, that'd be cool, though. Right? Yeah, that'd be cool. It's interesting. It is. It's a, it can work. But yeah. It's, yeah. So, so I said to you, so you know, am I going to get whipped? And you said, no. I mean, you need to learn. And so, as you explained, I thought, oh, I start seeing the mindset. So, how do I de-risk right. going into a game and getting flushed out? It's because, well, I'm learning. And it's right. also, I think you have to ask, don't be afraid to ask the questions, you know, because when you're invited to a game, yeah. you're thinking you're immediately talking about Molly's game yeah, from yeah. the movies. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm not, I don't want to go. These guys are cooler, good network. I don't want to go lose 200,000 pounds as a, as a thing. But really, you know, you just say, hey, what's the buy-in? And they're going to say maybe it's 50 pounds or 100 pounds. And it's like, oh, well, that, that sort of takes, immediately yeah. there, you let down your relaxation because even if you are, no idea what's going on, that's worth it, right? To yeah. go hang out. You don't want to lose 20,000 yeah. pounds yeah. for five hours to hang out but you know if you're just kind of learning and, and doing it so that's also i think it's important to, to to step back take a look really say what's my risk what's my reward mm-hmm. and, and what's the worst that could happen and, and, and exactly and this hedging and i always say to people when you're investing uh, don't invest in something that you can't afford to lose mm-hmm. you know that's why i think the eis scheme in the uk is so good because you've lost the money anyway because you're giving it away and that's what we're referring to where the tax instead of correct whatever you own taxes you can take a portion and put into a eis mm. program which is a business mm. uh sponsors a program that's 
verified that they're saying, look, if you want to invest in this, you can do that. So yeah. and, and, and another thing as well, if you're not from the UK, um, every country will have its own incentives because mm-hmm. they need it because they want people to participate. Yeah. For example, like one of the things that happened in the UK is that if you invest in something, if you create your own tech company, you can offset a lot of that and bring it back. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know everything that's happening all around the world, but yeah. if you just go and do your research, you, you'll be able to find this stuff. Yes, get 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 acclimated to your your uh, landscape on that financial. Right. It's important because it could be a big. If you're working for a year, you make X amount. One little thing or understanding the laws better could save you. Uh, you know how many days or month of work. Well, that's time. the thing. That's like, pretty crazy. So one of the biggest investors in the world, his name is Warren Buffett, mm-hmm. and so he's worth like seventy-two billion. Yeah, and he spends five hours a day analyzing the stock, yeah. analyzing the company, analyzing its 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 you know releases, its news, its past performance, its profit and loss, everything. So he's already informed before he makes a decision to invest. Right. What a lot of people do is they take their money and. Another thing you want to do, don't take all your money in one pot and invest it. Yeah, don't split it into five pots. So I have this acronym called PIGES, like P-I-G-E-S. Mm-hmm. So take all your money and split it into five pots. First part into play money. So play money is you spend it whatever you want, buy rubbish stuff, waste that waste money, and that's okay. okay. I is investment. So again, let's say you win 100 grand in a poker game or 21 oh, Whatever. Say, say uh, 10,000. 10,000, right? So 10,000. You'll take 2,000, go and blow that on a watch or on a bag or a suit, whatever it is, yeah. um, or a handbag if you... Yeah, keep your wife yeah. there. Yeah. 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 The, the, yeah. Everyone, the girlfriends, whatever. You got to keep them happy. Yeah. You, can't, you can't just do it all for you. Yeah. Second pot is the I. So you take another 2,000, you put that into an investment pot. So that is, I invest in something, I buy stock with it, I do whatever. Yeah. Um, and if it loses, it doesn't matter because okay. it's already been allocated for. Third is give. Right, yes. so PIG. So um, you want to give money as well, mm-hmm. because when again something happens when you are giving, abundance happens and just more comes. It's yes. just really weird. Um, e is education. So you know if you can have poker teachers that teach you, you are experts in this field. You're talking about these books and the psychology of learning. Get educated. Yeah. Right. Um, and the last one is save. Mm-hmm. Right. So save for a rainy day. So if you split your pot into these five pots, you'll never go broke again. Right. That's that's valuable. It's definitely mm-hmm. valuable advice. Um, how old are you? Is being asked. It's a personal question, but I don't know if that's... this is from someone who loves poker. Yeah. Um, how old do you think I am? Can, can they reply? Oh, they can't reply. It's not. Uh, it's live? not. There's there's a live, but not many oh, okay. people are on here at the okay. moment. We have yeah. some, but they're not. Yeah. Gonna, they're not gonna. Uh, okay. Well, maybe they. Um, we, but yeah, go ahead. Give us. Give it. I I actually guessed. I was guessing about your brother's age, and you. Yeah. I thought he's three years apart, right? Mm-hmm. So you're and you're the older. I'm the older one. Older. Yeah. Okay. You're yeah. You're, you're, you're. I know. They Thirty-eight. Are, Thirty-eight. There you go. <laughs> Strong man. You got got a lot going. Thirty-eight. Yeah. And uh, well, what is the wealth dragons about? That is a interesting. Question, we have the, the website here, mm-hmm. and tell us a little bit about what Wealth Dragons actually is. So Wealth Dragons um, helps people get paid for giving advice. Okay. So if you've got any level of expertise, for example, if you go and say, where do you want to learn? If you type in Jeff Gross. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. There you are. Okay. So for example, let's say you've got knowledge on poker. You could put content up here on poker, for example. Um, so anything you've got, you can put your content on there and then people will pay to watch your videos on, but it's exclusive and specialized content. Yeah. That's so, a cool part though. It's, 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 it's not rebranded. It's not no, like no. from, okay, it's on Facebook and now yeah. we just push it. This is, it's all individualized for 
Correct. So, for example, if you can sing, if you know about mindset, if you know about business, if you know about investing, if you can dance, whatever it is, anything. So, you know, it's Wealth Dragon stands for the wealth of knowledge. So, what we want to do, we built this platform. One thing I learned, Jeff, is that I learned this from Amazon, Jeff Bezos. Mm-hmm. Um, if you create a platform that helps other people make money, you make money as well. Yeah. Right. So, you've got to have something that can scale around the world that can really help people. And that's why we build Wealth Dragons. Very nice. Mm. That's awesome. Uh, someone asking here, do you play poker? Um, I do, but I, I play a different type of poker than you do. However, in the past, I have I have seen a Texas Hold'em and I learned some amazing stuff. Any of you that have the opportunity to learn from this guy, hey. like he's like a genius. <laughs> no, I will. Yeah. I, I say that. Oh, I, was, I, I did enlighten you about the chips today. I brought You had your chips oh and I brought God. you the chips. So the real, the, we brought one over. Real chips. Yeah, real serious chips. stuff. So we have to get you a, a customized Wealth Dragon chip set. Oh, my love. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get that done. Um, you just mentioned about the Wealth Dragons. Yeah. Thing, so we just yeah. kind of covered that. Mm-hmm. Chun playing poker. It's like someone knows you and is they're confused. Like they're like, that's uh, <laughs> Yeah, so not yet. Uh, what, what would you say is your best skill, if you will, or what's your best, uh, what do you think you really excel at that makes you stand out about all the things you do? What's, what's sort of your, your superpower? That's a good question. Um, I think the thing I do really well is simplifying things. Mm-hmm. Is, and that's one of the reasons why I speak all around the world in front of thousands of people. I'm able to, because I'm not, I'm not a really intelligent guy. I mean, seriously, I'm not. I, I didn't do well at school. Um, you know, I always got D's, I kind of failed, you know, I didn't do, really, I, I'm, I'm dyslexic as well. So I find it really hard sometimes read and, and, and write, not to the extent that I can't, but I just sometimes find it difficult and I read words wrong. So in my own mind, I have to, that's, what, that's why when you show me some stuff, I have to internalize it and then break it down into like three steps mm-hmm. and simple chunks that I can understand. So I guess my skill is to be able to communicate complicated matters in very simple in simple ways that everybody can understand yeah I was reading some notes before uh, on you as well talking about kind of that, that mentality where if you go and you're giving a speech or a speaking engagement you want to be able to like to a six year old you want to make it so simple where people just oh okay I get it you don't have to show off your your plethora of knowledge yeah. and go into complex things right you want to you want to apply, you want to people to to be able to relate and be able to, to think about it and get get the, the general idea so yeah and again I learned this from Steve Jobs you know a good thing you should all do is read up on autobiographies of like top successful entrepreneurs not because you want to make money start a business but if you see how they think like you drop a pebble into a pond and it ripples into all parts of your life mm-hmm. so he said like like if you ever bought an Apple device there's no instructions right it's just a box you take it out you press one button and and it just guides you to the whole process mm-hmm. and he said that you know um, simplicity is the ultimate sophistication so that's why everything I do now I try and simplify everything and I'm, you know, I'm still learning yeah. how to do that but I think if we can internalize it and simplify that's why I'm so fascinated with just the level of complexity and the masterful ability to be able to just well, what seems very simple these five cards on the table is just this like if you could go into your brain you'd be like you see all this stuff happening right yeah and it's it's true for I think again and it just translates that's why poker school it translates to a lot of things areas of life right and, and this you can apply to many different things same thing with with uh, what you're doing it's it's 
it looks like, oh, it's cool. Like you have like a Facebook page, you have a YouTube page. We have a team. There's there's a there's a thought process. You have to organize things and then you know move forward, right? right. It doesn't just happen. You don't just say, oh, I, I do this and like put it up. And and how how hands on are you on that process? So you you do the content. You have a team you trust, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have guys that you know are going to deliver. But at the same time, do you are you able to? sort of let go of control and you hire people that you believe are so good that you say, here's what's up, make it right. Or do you literally, do you come up with the titles, descriptions? Have you sort of found yourself letting go a little bit of control over the years? Or do you really want to be like, all right, this is the piece I want and this is how I want it. And you, you know, how, how hands-on are you on? I'm very, for example, I do reply to comments I'm on my Instagram, for yeah. example. So um, you do have to trust the process though. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to empower people to lead. You know, so I, I mean, I do come with titles. I do, uh, you know, film content. If my team, for example, the Christmas period, everyone's off. I don't want to bother them. So I'll just shoot a video like this. Right. You know, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm heavily involved in the business. You know, I don't have to be. Right. But I really enjoy the process. Yeah, because, exactly. of, and the reason is, is I never want to stop learning. I always want to keep learning new stuff. Yeah. You know, because when you look like, the, the more you learn, the more you earn. Yes. Like I saying. So makes, I always want to, no more than what I did yesterday. That's that's really cool. Um, someone here is mentioning about. I don't. So again, these are just. Someone's talking about online entries. It's worth about 120 billion dollars. I don't know. That sounds doesn't sound right. These, is that what is that? Is it your, 350. Is it, yeah, it is. That's how much. Wow. By 2025, hoping to get to 350. Uh, well, it is. I mean, think think about it. Like. Do you know? Oh, I'm sorry. I read this wrong. I thought, and I was saying your, like, the Wealth Dragons was at $120 billion. No, no, no. Okay, no, no, this no, is the, no, the industry. No. Yeah, we're talking this about the, ah, so the so. E, so just to clear things, the e-learning industry by 2025, they're estimated to be $350 billion. And I, And the reason for that is, think about it. Do you know how much time you spend on these? It's, you know, it tells you now. There's actually a button where it'll tell you how much you're spending on each the, camera. It's crazy. Well, the average is 4 hours and 27 minutes per, um, per day. Right, and then we pick per these. Day? Things, we pick That's, these things up a hundred and nine times a day on average. What do you think we urinize is? How many times average? Probably double that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad, <laughs> Probably yeah. double that. So. That's and, and even like YouTube, you know, people are spending more time watching YouTube than they're actually watching TV. Yeah, people aren't watching TV now. The gen, even the young kid generations are watching YouTube now. Right. Really not. Like right. People aren't watching really programs. You got it because it's demand. Now we, we're streaming this. It's live. People are tuning in to watch this as well, and then you get thousands of other people watching afterwards as well. So it, I do believe that that knowledge, like every, and, and actually I had a meeting with Google, so I like the. Because I spent a lot of money with Google. Yeah. They invited me down to the headquarters down in London. It's a beautiful okay. building, by the way. If you've yeah. ever been there, you should go there next time. That'd be cool. It's like 15 stories high. The first floor is a gym for the entire uh, all the team. The second floor is like breakfast. It's a buffet. Wow. So they, they like structure your day. Come yeah. in, guys, here, yeah. work out, get, yeah. get, get hyped work up, out, yeah. go eat, we'll take care of you, and then go you, into the I'll gym. tell you, it's a funny thing about the buffet. They've got like one section, like Western, you know, dim sum, Chinese, Japanese, yeah. uh, Italian. You know, because they've got different types of well, You made me a great breakfast today from scratch. It can't be, it's not better. Yes. Don't tell me it's better than that. No. Uh, it's, it's, good, good. it's good. It's okay. good. It's good. And then the top floor, they have their own Starbucks type of thing. Okay. So you go to the top, you have your coffee, you can see the whole of London, London Night, the Shard. It's, it's amazing. It's cool. But one of the things they said to me, they said that by 2021, that 81% of a lot of traffic on the internet will be video based. That's why I want you all to start recording your games. Like exactly how Jeff's doing this. Yeah. So now you have the archive and what we call a digital asset. Mm-hmm. That will be worth a lot of money. Even like, let's say all of you right now, you want to, so one thing again, um, 
business side, you, the reason why you see a phone on here, right? It's because business can start from a phone. How? Imagine if all of you right now, you start recording all your games, and if you're a good player, people that want to learn how to play poker are going to go, hey, I want to learn from him. You say, well, you can, or her, you know? Well, you can, but it's going to cost you this much, but if you want to learn, I've got all this digital footage, and you can just buy it for $100. If you get a if you get a thousand people that buy for a hundred dollars, you just made a hundred grand. That can now fund your next game. Yeah, it's it's powerful. It's really mm-hmm. crazy. Like that's, that's that's what I'm saying. Now it, there's no excuses. It's always at your. You can you're just one text, one click away, one recording away to create something. Whatever yeah. it is, poker or otherwise. So it's uh, it's a fun time. It's a busy time. It's a busy time. How do you stay focused and all the successes? to avoid going from not rags to riches to rags. So um, how do you, uh, do you worry about that stuff? I guess it's a little different than poker. People, something, you know, can go broke and and whatever. You're not really, you're not, you know, you're kind of just steadily building, right? Mm -hmm. But do you ever, do you ever worry about that kind of stuff or or just, I guess in general, how do you stay focused with success? I would say more so than going broke. Yeah. That's sort of what they're referring to, but how how do you how do you how do you keep your head where you're just kind of like all right? Do you set big goals each year? Mm-hmm. What, what what do you do to stay sort of um, mm-hmm. focused, if you will? So this is from Pretty Nineteen Eighty Four. Yes. Um, so Pretty Nineteen Eighty Four. One of the things that I do is, and, and this happened to me by the way. I, I made a lot of money. I lost. I lost like four point two million. Okay, so this is relevant. You could right. you could technically yeah, yeah. go well. You could have big big downswings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that happened to me. But that's one thing I learned. That's a, that was an expensive education. <laughs> yeah. So um, the way I hedge against that is, you know, you can take away the house, you can take away the cars, you can take away the money. One thing they'll never be able to take away is what's in here. It's my dad taught me. Right? right? Yeah. Because once you've got everything in here, you can just replicate it. Mm-hmm. And in the, within a year, I became a multimillionaire again. Right. Right? Because, because I was able to, because I understand assets. Yeah. I understand assets accumulation, difference between assets and liabilities, marketing, sales, team building, leadership. So I had all those skills. I just had to do it again. In fact, um, they say that most entrepreneurs who become billionaires get, go bankrupt like three or four times. Wow. Yeah. That's so you look at a lot of successful entrepreneurs, that's happened to them. Interesting. You know? Yeah, you got to have some, if it's all smooth, you know, and then, and then you have a big hiccup later, it's kind of yeah. good to get that, have a couple of rocks, uh, rocky um, road there. What was there, was there, what was the biggest learning from that in terms of what, did, was there, was it in hindsight a mistake? Was it not thorough enough? Was it a bit unlucky? Would you take too big a risk or what would you no, say? I was young and naive. Okay. Yeah, I thought I was quite invincible. And that's what happens when you, I mean, I made my first million at the age of 27. Okay. You know, so it's kind of like, oh, you know, buying Lamborghinis and being all cocky. And, yeah. and one thing my, I learned from my uncle is stay humble. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter how rich or famous you are, there's always someone out there with a the bigger stake. Yeah. You know, just stay humble, keep learning, help people yeah. and surf. Yes, absolutely. Uh, perfect lineup for a poker game. Uh, we could take this another way, though. Uh, we'll, we'll ask you this first. Do you remember the first time you ever played any form of poker? Yes, I, I have. I've played Texas Hold'em, but not just at, you, you know, yeah, yeah. The, the professional level. Right. Um, first time I played that was yes, I remember being at my uh, David, who's one of my childhood best friends. Okay. So every year he has um, on his birthday in May. Um, or everyone just gets together mm-hmm. and then they'll play poker so that's why we either play the three card one if, if there's newbies around like yeah. me <laughs> okay. or if there's like experts around who you know kind of know a little bit more then they do the five you know the, 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 the way you guys way. play yeah, okay. the, the proper way so that was probably when I was like 22 alright so yeah. so you've had some poker yeah. experience then mm-hmm. yeah alright let's go to this question and take it a different way perfect lineup in a game of poker 
uh, people you want to play against. Let's just take it. If you could, if you could fill a room with, uh, I don't know, five other. If you could set a table with five guys to play poker with, not poker players, but like business people. Okay, like, all right. Who would, you, who would be your lineup of guys? Oh, like oh, 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 and this could throw in a couple buddies as well. But right. Five, five people. Okay, I definitely have alive or dead or even. Uh, let's go either. Either. Steve Jobs, okay. Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Warren Buffett, and Richard Branson. Oh, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> nice. All right. I like it, man. That's a good lineup right there. Yeah. Um, what was your plan? Hey, we should make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Island, man. Go well, down. You can meet Richard. He's yeah. down there. He's yeah. down there. I, I met him in February this year. Oh, uh, did Island. you play poker? No, he was playing chess. He was yeah. playing chess against yeah. a couple of my buddies. Just yeah. actually, He was open to doing a poker-type tournament. He, he loves games. He's got chess boards all around yeah. there. and Yeah, that, why, that why, could be cool. Why don't do a charity poker game? We just, that's what we're talking about. I've been emailing with him and his team, and, and that is that would be the idea. It's a little complicated down there. Yeah. Just it's not. It's a very small. There's like 32 people, I believe, can sleep on the island. But yeah. um Anyway, that would be pretty cool. Be that awesome. would be fun, right? Yeah. We, we would get be you down there. That well, that would, oh, it would definitely be streamed for that. Uh, what was your biggest challenge in 2019? You kind of touched on... Um, um, I'll, I'll tell you the, the biggest one. So we took our com- company public in July 2019. One of the biggest challenges was raising money. Because every company, whether you are you know, an Apple, whether you are you know, Alibaba, whether yeah. you are a Facebook, everyone had to go. Even Richard Branson is still raising money today. Yeah. yeah, even Jeff Bezos, who's a billionaire, mm-hmm. he's still raising money for his spaceships and Elon Musk. So one of the biggest challenges I had was actually taking the company public. Again, I don't take credit for this. Um, my business partner, Vincent, he's just so good with the, the back-end stuff, the stuff that I'm not good at. Okay. And so it, it was it's raising millions of pounds for the company to be able to take the company to you know, do an, an, an initial public offering. It, it was, you know, that was probably the toughest you know, I can tell you for the whole year, I, I didn't sleep. That's why I look dead. I, mean, <laughs> I, I actually, I, got, I didn't sleep last night coming over here to the UK. I feel I'm tired as well. It's, there's probably a lot of days where you yeah. feel very tired and just kind of keep going. Are there, are there, and you go to bed late. I'm, I'll be, t- I'll message with you sometimes in, in the US and it's late and it's like mm-hmm. 2, 3 a.m. How, how do you, uh, what do you do about sleep? You said you sleep how, uh, four or five hours? You have a, you have a one and a half year old daughter. Yes. Congrats as yeah. well. I know that the, the newborn feeling, it's exciting. It also yeah. takes a lot of time, which, you know, which is great, but yeah. it's, it's a, it's a, it's a full-time thing. So yeah. how do you deal with that in terms of time and sleep? Cause I always find it interesting mm. how often, how much are people sleeping in, in their I day? just, I just think, first of all, um, having four or five, five hours sleep is actually not good. So, that's it's not, not a recommendation. It's, it's not something I'm condoning because sleep is actually really, really important. Yeah. Um, I just find sometimes that when you have purpose, like I can't wait to get up every morning yes, to do the too. stuff I want so to do. Excited. So in my mind, it's like, it's almost like I don't want to sleep. And I was making a joke to my friend that I was like, if they invented a pill that you, you could just take and just of not course, sleep and it was healthy yeah. and didn't affect your body, um, that would be awesome. Well, first of all, that would be they would be the richest person in the world. You pay anything. I give like if you imagine you just didn't have to sleep, you'd give whatever. You'd give, right. I'd give like ninety five percent of my ninety nine percent of my net worth today, right? Yeah, yeah. Because that would the amount of extra time what you could do and just we yeah. don't even get. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe in our lifetime, maybe that'll happen. But yeah. yeah. Um, so that so that so that we got a sidetrack there. So you got biggest challenge going public that yeah. happened July. Yeah. So that yeah. was a success. Yes. Went well. Very congratulations. Yeah. Very exciting. Thank you. Um, so sleep. You mentioned you don't. You're sleeping not as much as you would like, but you you're just I, very yeah. excited. So yeah, I definitely. Of, um, they say that if you sleep five hours or less. 
Um, the stuff in our body that keeps our immune system drops by about 70%. Mm. So one thing I also believe is that health is also wealth. Like you've got like, there's no point being the richest person in the graveyard. Yes. Right? You've got to take care of your health. You know, I mean, it's New Year. For those of you having this New Year's resolution, definitely make time to go to the gym, eat cleaner more times than you were talking about the, the, the water fasting that your, your friend was doing. Yeah. So definitely get educated on nutrition and also um, health and also mindfulness. Like mental well-being is also really, really important. Do you meditate? Yes. You do? Yeah. You find Is that like a no matter what every day or some days no, it's just no, too crazy no, it's but just, you try to do it when you can? You know, just taking conscious, like if you just take 10 conscious, conscious breaths, mm-hmm. it resets everything in your body. Yeah, deep breaths are very powerful. I think that's it's also a good indicator too. If you start saying, I want to do five, 10 minutes, even 10 minutes of meditation yeah. in a day, because yeah. if you can't take 10 minutes for yourself yeah. just to pause, right? and I find that sometimes, right? yeah. I'm just like, oh, I got to get up. I got to go live on stream and I got to do this. I can't, like, if you just actually can't take a few minutes to sit back yeah. and chill out, it's, a, it's a, maybe a, a, a good indicator that you're doing a little too much. Yeah. It's good to yeah. step back. Yeah. Yeah, so that that's that's got to get rest. Yes, got to get rest. It's important. How much luck is in poker? What what do you think? If from an, from someone that's not doesn't play a lot of poker, you interested in it? You've seen it? How much? What do you believe the ratio is? Because there's not really a great answer mm-hmm. on this. Just don't feel pressure. What in your mind? I, what percent? So I, I I used to think it was just like any other game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's gambling. Yes, love. But actually, from what I learned today from you. Yeah. Uh, the power to influence the game is just insane. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a bit of luck in there, but I think it's it's not playing the it's not playing the game, it's playing the people. And if you're able to do that and you're able to strategically work out, okay, based on these based on these two cards I have, the maximum I can have is this. So the the, the best hand that someone's gonna have is that. Yeah. So can this beat that? If it can, yeah. All in. Yeah, talking <laughs> blockers already. We're already getting yeah. advanced, advanced yeah. principles. So yeah. yeah, okay. So what would be if you had say 50, 50, no. 80, 20, where do you I, I would say I would say 80% of it is skill. Yeah. I think I've always sort of sided on that, yeah. that, that sort of ratio is about right. I think that's right. But because, yeah. because you see people who have like a, like a two and an eight win games, you know? Yes. Um, what is your priority in life? Interesting question. I don't think I've heard of where you Good, great question. This is from Maxi, Ma- Maxima. Uh, right here. Yeah. yeah. Maxi Alma. Yeah. Maxi Alma. Uh, one of my biggest, Priorities in life. Um, my, for me, it's about: Do I wake up every day happy? Mm-hmm. Right. And too many people that go through life doing things they're not happy. So if you're doing things that you're not happy, what's the point? Right. What's the point? Like for me, it's like what's really important to me is f- family. My my daughter getting the the, the the right time. And a lot of people say, John, you're so busy. How do you make time for this? My next, one of my next questions. Look, if something's important to you, enough, you'll make time. Yeah. Right? It's, There's it's, always time for what's important. It's not about time, it's what's your priority. Yes. Right? That, that's the key. So for me, it's about doing the best that I can do. My priority is, am I living every day fulfilled? And if I ask, and again, Steve Jobs said this as well, if, you, if, if the answer every single day is no, then you better start changing something. Yes, true. You know? and, and Steve Jobs, he's, he's a... I don't know what age he actually passed away, but obviously super hard worker. When was it? You saw that in the, even in the film how he was portrayed. Yeah, yeah. Very intense guy. Very very thorough. But you know, I think looking on back on his deathbed, he made some very powerful common statements about that. And mm. and and do you feel? 
how, like, I guess in terms of time, how, how do you perceive that? Because like, how do you look at that right now versus some of the stuff you could do? It's a foundation, sort of your quote about yeah. what you do now, people aren't willing to do that mm-hmm. sets you up well for later. So how do you in your head balance that? Like time with your, let's say your daughter um, and your wife versus, mm-hmm. okay, I could do another video. I could do another thing. Like, do you, do, how do you schedule yourself? Do you try to like say, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is family time. I'm just off off the phone, just completely present. Um, like, give me a little bit of tips on that because I struggle with that as well. I feel like it's hard to, in my, that's the biggest thing that it's about time. Mm-hmm. How do I justify right now? This is the golden. I'm right now, I'm on the road for 10 days, longest I'll ever be away. Yeah. But it's, you know, I remember being in London last time mm-hmm. and my son did his first crawling. Uh-huh. I got a video sent, mm-hmm. his first time sort of doing that. Yeah. And that, like, I was kind of like, you know what? I do not want to be away and, and, and have that so how do you yeah. sort of balance that feeling um and how do you do that because that's very tricky i feel uh, so a lot of people talk about this work-life balance yeah and i don't believe that exists okay um you got to look at work-life integration mm-hmm. how do you integrate it for example um if i'm away for more than a week mm-hmm. then my family has to come with me and whatever it costs and it's going to cost three four times as much whatever but they've got to come with me because that time is so important yeah um, and it's, it's, it's been like when people lose weight in the new year, oh, I'm going to lose weight to look great. But after that, they put that weight back on. Mm-hmm. But if they, if they make it a choice, a lifestyle choice of, you know what, I'm going to be healthy and shit, not because I want to look good, because internally I want to live longer. Mm-hmm. I want to live longer to see my kids grow up and, and, and be there for them. So you have to have that, it's a priority. It's what's most, it's your values. What's your value? Right. All right. And if you can answer that question, everything else will fit around it. Mm-hmm. And then you'll never struggle because again, it's all about priority. Yes. And, 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 and I, in terms of integration, it's true too, because mm-hmm. it's so, you got to have everything sort of, you can't got to give attention to everything. You can't mm-hmm. just go, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to work for two weeks straight and then I'll be with my family. You know, cause yeah. then it's like, it doesn't work yeah, like that because people are just, then it just, yeah, it doesn't, because fall, it doesn't fit it's then. transactional then. Yeah. You see, so what we like to do, we like to go on vacations, but now we call them work vacations. Mm-hmm. So let's say for example, I'm going to Dubai in the next couple of weeks. Okay. So I'm going, to be, I'm going to be away for two weeks. So I know at that point, we're planning out for my family. So my family, we're going to go there for a week. We spend a week together. Then I'll spend three days doing an event out there. And then after that, I'll be flying somewhere else. So we've already pre-planned that in. So the calendar is really important as well. Yeah. And this is a concept called the law of void, which means whenever you have a free day. What is it called? Law of void. Okay. Law of avoid. Law Meaning, of avoid. Yeah. So that means if you have a free spot in your calendar where there's nothing there and you think that you're going to be free on that day, you'll, be, you'll, be, you'll get sucked up, sucked up by something else. Mm. So what you have to do is you need to block it up. So my wife will block out, you know, date nights. We'll block out times. Because look, um, just a quick, uh, as an That's aside, because, because it's going to illustrate the point, right? Yeah. So um, they did research. They took 100 people, three groups, 100 people in each group, and the goal was to get them to go to the gym to get into shape. The first group, um, they said to them, look, just tell me when you're going to the gym, right? And the second group got a motivational speech before they went to the gym, right? And the last group did something else, which you'll see in a second. So the first group out of 100, I think, I can't remember the stats exactly, yeah. but there were about 32 people out of the 100 that went to the gym. And they said they're going to go. Said they're going to go, right? The second group was about 35 out of the 100 that went to the gym, mm-hmm. right? The third group, 92 out of the 100 went to the gym. So what did group three do differently? They actually said 
a sentence on this day and time, I will go to this gym at this time on day or a location. So that means when you schedule something, it becomes real. Right. Right. So, so if you book a trainer, if you're able to do that or have that, it, it, it's like now, because there's so many times I'll, you know, in my, where I'll be and I'll be working with my yeah. wife and it's like, she's got stuff going on. I got stuff going on. And then it's just like, oh, and then the baby, the baby's right. awake now, yeah. not going to go, oh, I'm going to call. But if you have a trainer set appointment, right. whether or not you think it's worth it and you get the train, it's like a dedicate, you're going, you pay right. for it, you're going to go. Yeah. Like, I, he's downstairs. I got to go. Right. I don't want it. So that's. It is a huge difference and that's very important. Yeah, I just, I found on my Instagram, you guys want to check this out after, my, my video, I actually created a video on this. Um, for those of you who learned to set goals, um, there it is, strategies for 2020. So if you check that one out, it kind of talks a little bit more about this. But on my phone, you see, I actually have a word on there as well. Oh, focus. Wow. That's, man, so that's it's such a powerful constant word. reminder. Focus, focus, how, focus. How do you show that? Show, well, actually, so this says he just has it on his phone there. You got to hit the button. It's just, that's cool. Actually, literally, like, that's a pretty nice, nice reminder. <laughs> and I think that's something that I struggle with. Like, uh, not, not ADD per se, but it's like, you know, just so many. I feel like, how do you, I find now with there's Discord, um, LinkedIn, WhatsApp, we talked about slow, there's so many messengers, Twitter, you have a team, you have people monitoring some of this stuff, but do you, how do you find yourself not getting sucked in to, to, to going in all these different things? Because you can blow up one hour, yeah. two hour, three hours yeah. very quickly just by checking some of the messages, gotcha. emails, so, different emails mm-hmm. and such. How, how do you monitor so, and stay on top of that? So here's the rule, right? The rule is to not be a consumer, become a creator instead. Because mm-hmm. consumer spend, right? creators make yeah so a lot of people when they use social media all these different platforms you mentioned they're using it as a consumer mm-hmm. so my rule is i go in i post my team will post but i don't interact with anything else not i mean you know like if, if you're friends with people then of course you will yeah but the, the goal is to not get sucked into that rabbit hole it's how many times have, yeah. how many times your partner said to you hey can you just go online and check this and then you go and do this stuff half an hour you go back and so your wife and your wife says to you so when you find oh, i've got to check right yes right it's so so true so is, is to stay, again, focused. In fact, the reason why I have that word on there, do you know why? So again, I'll just show you guys again. So I've got this focus. Mm-hmm. The reason why I have that word is Warren Buffett and Bill Gates were in a room together. And the interviewer asked, so if there was one thing that you guys had to put your success down to, what would it be? They wrote it down, a piece of paper. Both of them said focus. Interesting. That's why for me, it's like, it's so true. So what are you doing every single day that's getting you closer to where you want to be? And if it's not getting you to close to where you want to be, then change it. Absolutely. It's yeah, simple. Let's keep it simple. Very powerful, but yeah. it is, it is, it is uh, it's it's very, very powerful word. And it's easier said than done now. It There's is. So much distractions it everywhere. Is. That's why you have to schedule it. Yes. Uh, favorite pro? Do you have a favorite po- pro poker player? Um... I did watch this show called Poker Kid. <laughs> kid Poker. Kid Poker. Kid That's Poker. Daniel Negrani. Yeah. He's been on the podcast. Yeah. Shout out to Daniel. Yeah. Very uh, interesting yeah. and, and great player. Um, okay, someone asking specifically. We already showed Walt Dragons. Yeah. We talked about it. Do you play any sports? Yes, badminton. Oh, nice. Yeah. Maybe we play some. I, yeah. I like tennis. I like. I play racquetball. I know I've played. I mean, you probably if you're if you're pretty technically sound, you probably mm. white me. One up, of but. so one of the, the the people I play against. Um, one of my teachers, her name is Elizabeth Can. Mm-hmm. So she used to be the UK's number one um, Commonwealth medalist. Okay. So she kicks my ass every time. That's, that's good <laughs> exercise, though. Right? And she's like half the size of me, you know. She's just uh, yeah. Um, it's, it's a it's a you know every it's again it's a special yeah. specialty thing, right? Yeah. It's gonna be. I hope you can't be her. I'd be scared if you could be her. That's oh, definitely not playing. No, she's she's amazing. 
what do you think of poker overall? Like, what's your thoughts when you hear poker, just in general? Um, so the one word that comes to mind is strategy. Mm-hmm. Strategy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's it. I like that. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, this is not a perfect world we live in. From business, and would have ever experienced any form of discrimination. If and if so, how did you deal with it? Oh, a lot. Do you know how many? Comments I get like, you know, who do you think you are, Ching Chong China man? And I can't still get a lot of racist comments now. A lot. Right. And when I was, if you ever read this book, I tell a lot of story in there. It's my first book that I wrote. But I used to get bullied a lot of school because mm-hmm. I was the only Chinese person in school. Well, me and my brother okay. was the only Chinese person in our school. So my nickname was John. It wasn't John Lee. It was Bruce Lee. <laughs> Is that, that's one of your heroes, all right? Or yeah. Bruce Lee. Yeah, Bruce, yeah, Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Lee would be good in it. Oh, okay. and, and, that'd be cool. yeah, that would be, be cool. like philosophy oh, mindset, man. right? That'd be sick. Yeah. What? I right, got one piece of advice you can give. You get to talk to someone. You see, maybe they're coming, they're struggling, or they just want one thing. They're, they're not really sure what direction. What are you going to tell them? What's the piece of advice you give someone in business or just in life? Uh, best, I don't know, the best. How we interpret the best advice you could give a person. Best. So, if I had someone now who needed like, if if I like one breath. What's one piece of advice I would give to someone? That piece of advice would be, and a friend of mine, Jay, told me this, and he said that in life we have a lot of knock, like, a lot of, like, we always get knocked down, right? But he said that every rejection is just redirection for something else. Mm-hmm. Well, because something didn't work for you now doesn't mean it's not going to come, right? I believe that your life is set, your path is set, it's, but it's just how we get there. It's just it's predetermined. So I believe that you just need to trust the process. Mm-hmm. Anything that happens, just try. I mean, look at The Rock. The Rock's a A-list, you know, he's supposed to be playing football and he got injured and now he's a Hollywood A-lister. Right. You know, so that had to happen for a reason. So I believe everything happens for a reason. So just, you just need to trust the process. Trust the process is true. It's, uh, but that doesn't mean you just do whatever, don't no. worry, you're going to get there. But yeah, yeah. exactly. Work no, realize it. it. Yeah, and, and I think it's a, 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 to touch on that, it's not about what happens, mm-hmm. it's how you react, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because think, exactly, things, people get injured, something, business fail, people get divorced, whatever it yeah. might be, things don't appear in the moment as yeah. like the worst thing and the world's crumbling, but really yeah. you look back like, wow, now I can I can just give a, an example with mm-hmm. poker when the online poker in the US shut down mm-hmm. April 15, 2011, couldn't play online, I was just in New York City with my buddies, playing every day, you know, a lot of online poker, yeah. woke up and it was like DOJ message, all the sites shut down, can't play in the US anymore. And that was what I was doing for years. And all of a sudden it's like, all right, well now I can't play in the US, I can't play online poker, what am I gonna do? It seemed like it was the worst day ever because it's like what happens, but that turned me, I, got, I was not very healthy at the time. I wasn't working out a lot, I was playing too much online poker. I wasn't really studying or improving. I wasn't traveling as much playing live and then it ended up being the best thing that ever happened to me. And in the moment, it seemed like this is it. Like I'm going to stop playing poker, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just, it's not. Yeah, and so that's really interesting. So this is a huge thing. So if you, if you, if you look at the Chinese character, chaos, there's two characters. So I don't know if I'm drawing it. Yeah. Um, but if you, if you, if you write the word in Chinese, chaos, mm-hmm. there's two characters. One of the characters means danger. The other character means opportunity. Mm-hmm. So that what I'm saying to you is in every crisis situation, there's always an opportunity and that's, you gotta find it. Right, that's, that's powerful for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, someone asking, do you invest in silver bullion now or don't bother, I don't even, in silver um, No, my, so there's three things. So there's the four asset classes that I invest in. The strategy, so it's an acronym I call PIPB, so PIPB. So the first P, it stands for property. 
Okay. The I stands for um, intellectual property. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got paper assets, the P, and then the B is business. So those are the four asset classes I, I, I invest in. Okay, there you go. So there's your there's a deal. Who's your mentor? Uh, I have a lot of mentors, but my probably the biggest one is Vincent Wong. You can check him out actually on, on Instagram. If you go type in Vincent Wong, okay. a lot of the stuff I'm learning, he teaches me a lot of this stuff. Very cool. And you, you do some... Per- I also, again, my dad does notes before a show. We've chatted yeah. before. I know you've done this, but just a very interesting that in terms of paying for a mentor or a one-on-one, these type of things, I think you paid like 10,000 pounds. I sold my car. And sold your car to yeah. get a mentorship was at the time. Who was yeah. that with? Ying Tan. Ying Tan. And, yeah. I, and you, you paid to do that. And not only, because there's a little bit of a, it's a little bit of a tricky thing, right? Because I have mentors as well. Mm-hmm. I can name a list of people that, that are mentors to me. Um, you know, you're becoming one as well mm-hmm. to me. I'll getting to know you, but that that feeling of pain because when it's a friend yeah. or whatnot. No, that, listen. Not saying your friend should charge you, but yeah. to, to actually step out and go to someone maybe you don't know or yeah. do something to feel that pain. You said right mm-hmm. to feel and pay. Show that you're 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 spending something. You're giving something to make it kind of real. Tell yeah. me a little bit about that. What that means or how that works. So I call it skin in the game. Mm-hmm. Right. So in the past, I used to give a lot of people advice for free. Yeah. Now I charge five thousand pound an hour. Right. So you only charge me half that. And so what I find is sometimes when you give stuff for free, if if you're giving it to people who are not serious, they don't do anything with it. If you give it to people who you know are going to take action in it, they get results from it. So it's kind of like you've got to feel the pain. It's what we call... Skin in the game. It's like investing too. It's like you're going to invest in a a business, right? It's like like different if if you put something or if you just hand it to someone who's... uh, personality yeah. or something they're probably not going to be that motivated or into it you, you want to feel a little bit the thought process is different like if you're investing your own money versus somebody else's money yeah. the thought process is so different yes the decisions are different like you might take less risk more risk so it's also in poker when you back someone or you yeah. put someone in a game that's also very common I've noticed over the years shifting that uh, it's it's good it's the same thing you want the person even if you're back and you're them, to have them. some piece yeah. of it just yeah. so when they're playing it's not like oh today or whatever mm-hmm. like, it's, it's, you get, it's similar it's, it's what we call hurt money yeah hurt money. you, you got to have hurt money in there. someone comes to me and says John I've got this business plan can you invest in this I need a million pounds whatever I said brilliant yeah sure how much are you going to put in it yes if they say you? nothing yeah or 1% yeah. it's like yeah, alright right, come on right. yeah. it's got to be enough for them to hurt mm-hmm. if it doesn't work out Okay, I love that. Is there a future in crypto? Is that something in your world? Is that popular? Is that I personally up? don't invest in crypto, mm-hmm. um, but I do believe you know blockchain technology is the next thing. Okay, blockchain technology, full transparency. Um, but again, you know, take a punt if you've got money. You know, that's why the investment fund uh, like Bitcoin. I think out of all the different coins, they're like Bitcoin. Again, I don't invest in that. And I'm not an expert in that, so I don't want to give advice on that. But I just know that from what I've learned about blockchain technology, about having you know everything transparent so everybody can go in and see, like again, social proof again. Yes. That's why I think it's, it's going to be pretty big. That's something we're, going to be, we're looking to incorporate into Wealth Dragons, actually. That's really cool. Yeah. So a lot of questions about do you play poker? We, we talked about this, what yeah. Wealth Dragons is about. We've talked about yeah. that as well. Um, how and when did you decide to pursue this particular career that you're in from music, Ferris? How did what, what got you into your path uh, specifically that you, you, you came? So I, I used to work for a company called EA Games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, you did so, cartoons? Um, animation. 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 And then I, then I went from there to another company that did films. Mm-hmm. And there was one time that um, my manager, 
I got so good at my job that he got intimidated. And I still remember his name, his name is Neil. Mm-hmm. And so he was kind of bullying me out of the company because he was my manager. So every time I went in, I was like walking on eggshells. And so they found a way to ethically eject me from the company. And then from that day on, I said, you know what? I'm never going to let this happen to me again. I'm never going to let someone point the finger and say, you're fired. Mm-hmm. You know, so I took my destiny to my own hands. So now I'm the one doing the firing. <laughs> like, yeah. I hate each just don't do the firing. I'm the firing. Yes, that's yeah. oh, very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, are you hiring at the moment? Yes. That happens to be the next question. Yes, yeah. Really, what are, you, what are you looking for in particular? Um, salespeople. Mm-hmm. So if you're good with people, salespeople, uh, people who are good with online marketing, people who are good with uh, social media. So we're always expanding that. Okay. Um, editing. Um, filmmaking, um, people who understand uh, networking at the, at, at the high level, so you know, like, like a BDM. So if any of you watching this, um, go to wealthdragons.com and you know, speak to our Anna Karawa, who's out, who deals with that HR. Okay. If poker doesn't work out, I'm going to come check it out. I'll come say hi and see if it lines up. Expectations for 2020, some goals, anything that you're, you're looking to uh, hone in on? One of the things I'll be working on this year is is I want to focus. One of my focuses is, is collaboration this year, mm-hmm. um, because I truly believe that if you want to, let's say money, let's say all of you want to make more money, for example, let's say that's one of your goals. To do that, you have to help other people make money. So one of my expectations is to network and collaborate with some of the top people in the world, celebrities, entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. business people, and people, thought leaders. Um, and really to help serve that community because I believe that and again I'm just trusting the process yep. if I put myself out there if I help get distribution for the people uh, then some things will come back very cool uh, do you consider poker gambling? not now not now I've met you <laughs> uh, we had a, who was your mentor mindset in poker yeah. we kind of covered the goals yeah. for the new year so you just basically yeah. covered that yeah. favorite pastime what do you like to do when it's you know, now you have your, your baby daughter, so I'm sure there's yeah. not too much extra free time later on. But what's your, what do you like to do when it's just like you could just get an hour or two hours to yourself? You golf, you play badminton, you said. But... I mean, tonight I'm gym. Uh, I play games. So I've got a, an arcade in the, in, the, in the games room back yeah. there. So I have over 5,000 games. Because I used to be a gamer, you know, so yeah. I, I play a lot of games and a bit of a geek. Um, movies, I watch a lot of films. I love Avengers. Any of you love Avenger fans? I just had dinner with um, one of the guys from Avengers, actually. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. How was that? How was that? Amazing. One? Oh, cool. Amazing. It's nice. just so cool. That's awesome. Well, I was like, I just watched you on the movie. Yeah. 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 It was like, I haven't seen that one, actually. It was oh, you've got watch it. It's nice. amazing. Nice. Yeah, amazing, yeah. Um, best way to look for, all the, for all, better opportunities than a passionless nine to five. What's, what's a good way to uh, kind of start down that? So here's my rule of the opportunities. You have something called reticular activating system. And the way it works is you need to train your brain to see opportunities. So for example, let's say, I don't know, let's say you make a decision to buy a yellow car. Let's say you make a decision to buy a yellow Lamborghini, for example, mm-hmm. right? So when you make that decision consciously, you drive around, you go, ooh, there's a yellow Lamborghini. You drive around, you go, ooh, there's another yellow Lamborghini. And what happens is you start to see them everywhere. But so my question is, were they already there? Or did you just start to notice them? Or, or we just uh, malfunction the matrix a little bit. We're right. In, we're in the right. matrix. All I, you know, you're, I mean, you, you're a father now, right? So yeah. now you start noticing prams. You start noticing people who are pregnant. Oh, yeah. You start noticing the baby carriers. And, and you, yeah, you're on the plane or people, little cries and things. And then right, right, right. maybe used to annoy you. Now you're just like, right, you're like right. all right, man, yes. like, I, I get yeah. your pain. Like, right. no worries. You know? yeah. Whereas in, before, yeah. as a single, yeah. or just walking around, you're like, oh, it's so annoying. Or, yeah. man, make that kid stop. And now right. you're just like, 
Yeah, I, I, like, like you yeah, understand. I respect you. Know, I, I, sympath- I, I understand you. So, yeah. um, okay, cool. What three tips for success? Okay, number one, find yourself a mentor in anything that you want to do who walk the talk, who've got the results and learn from them. Okay. Second, if you want to be successful, you always got to be learning every single day. So podcasts, you know, like the stuff that you're doing, uh, reading books, attending seminars, you know, coaches, mentors, you can get a mentor as well. And the third thing is massive action, right? Massive action. Like sometimes I think one big rule of success is that you got to do things that you don't want to do mm-hmm. because it's necessary. Like I don't particularly want to go to the gym. I don't get up and I go, I want to go to the gym. Right? But you have to do it if you want to stay healthy, if you yeah. want to get in shape, if you want to lose weight. So sometimes you've got to do things that you don't want to do to get the results that you want in life. Absolutely. Beautiful. What did you do? What did you study at university? And did you enjoy time at your university? I love university. I studied animation. I spent three years studying animation. Um, and right out of university, I actually got into, into a job. I got my job before I even left university. And you know how that happened? Mm-hmm. Um, I spent all my student loan flying to a conference called 3D Festival in Copenhagen. I spent all my beer money, everything. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any money. Okay. And, but when I went there, I met a contact called Chris Cook. And Chris Cook gave me an internship at Passion Pictures. And that's how I got my first job for a recommendation from him. So it was an investment. So everybody, everyone was spending all the money going out, getting drunk. I spent my money finding the right people, connecting the right people, and paving my career nice well, how, just just thinking when you met when did you you met your wife in, where did you meet her on Facebook <laughs> on Facebook oh, thank you Mark Zuckerberg yeah that's awesome very cool um, uh, are you planning to hire more mentors if so what categories would be on demand for you definitely poker okay I'm available yes. um, I, I've got business mentors I have uh, mindset coaches I would like to get a mentor in language actually I want to be able to learn languages really fast because I think being able to speak multiple languages, I just, I mean, my wife can speak five languages. You know? like, wow. That's, you know? that's so impressive. Definitely um, have one for speaking Mandarin, even though I'm Chinese. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, how long did we write the book, The Wealthy, The Wealth Dragon Way, The Why, The When, and The How to Become Infinitely Wealthy? How long? It took three years to write that book. Wow. Yeah. That's a process. That's cool. Like, yeah, it's nice, book, right? It, nice so time. it took three years to write that one. It took one year to write that one. Vincent and it took eight months to write that one so you're getting faster right. because you're it, it gets fast it's a process yeah right? it's also getting acclimated with the, the publisher the people the team the how it flows right it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's anything it gets better and yeah. it's cool um, let's see we're, we're winding down here we've already been That's a lot of questions yeah man. Uh, <laughs> hot, uh, let's see what's your favorite we'll just kind of plow through anything category let's see Oh yeah, give us all right. So, as a what's your favorite card? It's like two. You get Delta hand and Texas hold them. What do you like? Obviously, Ace is the best hand. Yeah. But what's like a fun hand? You Double like eight. Pocket eights. Yes. Lucky, lucky yeah. Eights. Chinese, yeah. right? <laughs> um, okay, we're gonna just do one more here. We're almost done. Yeah. Sure. Gotta get gotta get it going here. Yeah. Uh, what is your relationship with Jeff? How do you know him? Through social media, right? Instagram true as well. Instagram. Very yeah. true. And. Uh, last question. When did you create Wealth Dragons? When ten, specifically? Ten years ago. Ten years, ten years ago. With this yeah. idea. And yeah. That, that's... You know, I thought it was the most stupidest name you could... Like, my business partner said, oh, we need, we need a company. That's what we should call it. Because at the time, we were both doing property. And he said... And we came up with a name with, uh, called Property Dragons. Mm. And I'm so glad we didn't get that name. Yeah, because right. now we'd be pigeonholed into that one thing. Yes. But now wealth creation is not just about making money. It's about, again... 
your your personal your spirituality, your mindset, your health, well and, and, and yeah. well being. Very cool. I love it. Well, listen, we're gonna do a giveaway. We're gonna wind down here, John. I appreciate. Yeah. It. Let's do it real quickly. Uh, we're gonna go to competition agency. Do a giveaway on this. I'll let you choose when someone's gonna win a fifty-five dollar ticket from. Oh, it looks like there's another twenty plus. But we that's guys. We've done a lot of questions. We're gonna. Well, well John's a guy that we're gonna be. <laughs> doing more with don't worry this won't be a one-off we'll, we'll, we'll follow back up maybe do some content on his side sure. but you tell me when and i'm going to draw someone is courtesy of you and party park when you have 55 dollars ticket away one of the people that interacted on this uh from the question so go ahead okay. tell me when uh, now all right now oops that's not right <laughs> hold on hold on hold on technology i made a misclick here hold on we went here i gotta go here i'm gonna do this copy link Tweet draw okay. and try again. Okay, one, two, three, go. What the heck? Look at this. What's going on? Uh, no, that is not binding. I am oh, not okay. I'm, not, I'm giving away $55 uh, ticket. Hold on. What's happening here, man? Why am I not able to copy link, yeah. right? Yeah. Copy the clipboard. Yeah. And then why? How, well, maybe control V. Or control V. Control V. There we oh, go. Oh, there we go. This is a, that's, that's binding. This is a 55. Yeah. Lasso poker. I remember we did do that question. We are gonna go ahead and message this gentle man or woman, I'm not sure what's going on there. They got a nice little avatar there and congrats to them, $55 winner. And uh, John, thank you so much, man. Always a pleasure, appreciate the hospitality. My man right here, check him out on all different platforms. He has over 5 million following and he really knows his stuff. So a pleasure to have him on first podcast of the decade it's in the books we're here thank you guys number 38 and we'll see you soon and i'm going live on twitch jeffgrosspoker.tv here in about an hour if you want to watch me play a ten thousand dollar buying tournament and some other high stakes action check it out that'll be on party poker but streaming so thanks again john we'll see you very soon Thank thank you guys thanks for listening to this episode it was brought to you in partnership with party poker go to partypoker.com to play tournaments cash games and improve your poker game Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes.